Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, we're back on Kevin Smith's set with uh, a wrestler, a rock star, an author, and the world's best lemonade maker, Chris Jericho. Out nice. Here. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I thought you were going to say friend of the show as well. Oh, no. Don't. You're not a friend <laughs> of the show. <laughs> 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 could have went total Fozzie. He, 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 could, he couldn't. He's been a, a long-time supporter. It's been a long time since uh, I was in the studio when you had Evil Knievel in. That's right. You remember right, that? Right. What was that like? He was pretty angry. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of surly evil. Uh, he was so my neighbor. Sweetest kid in the world, man. Because yeah. instead of going anywhere else with him, he went. He was very angry. <laughs> That's cool. You he put was, him on your arm. He was my neighbor for years. Mm. I grew up watching him, and I was a kid. And then when I moved to Clearwater, he lived in the uh, same building that I lived in. And in true evil, evil fashion, one day he used to park his motorcycle inside, and he was wheeling it down the hall, and he kind of fell into the wall a little. And my roommate Pete goes, "Evil, can I give you a hand?" And he looked at him. He goes, "I don't need a hand. I'm evil." Can evil. Like, oh, exactly what I expected from. See, surly evil. But <laughs> yes, the PS to that story is that it was all in the bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need a hand. I'm evil. How, How do you find this guy in this movie? Yeah, he's fantastic. Is he uh, great? I was saying, I told him before, and I to- uh, was talking to Ariel, who was our first AD. I was like, I think tonight will go very well because. This is uh, Chris is playing a streamer, a live streamer called the Gator Chaser, um, and you know live streaming is of course, hey, it's happening right in the moment. Right. Chris's original background is pretty much live theater for yeah. heaven's sakes, and sometimes twenty thousand people. What was the biggest crowd you ever had to Jericho? In Eighty thousand, maybe. Good oh. God! So if you can handle that. This was always going to be no problem. The delightful thing, though, is, as you all know, you've spoken to him. Uh, and, uh, Chris is super sweet in real life. He's yes. playing a total AH in this spot. <laughs> He's almost like our Jason Mewes if he had gone wrong. <laughs> Did he go right? Yes. For me, he went very right. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's wonderful. He's, he's killed it. And we talked about... Um, I've been on his podcast. He's been on mine. We had talked about at one point trying to do the Canadian James Bond movie. Oh, we did. That's oh. right. Yeah, yeah. With Chris playing that That's role. Right. So this is the first step on our way to that. <laughs> These guys, I have not seen it, and they bust my balls all the time. They love McGruber. 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 Oh. Yeah. 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 In fact, I just funny. tweeted at uh, Will Forte the other day. I'm like, okay, so when's McGruber 2? <laughs> and will Tug be alive? Yeah. And what's funny about that is that uh, when that came out, like it's the first movie I was ever in that was in the theater. Right. So I went and saw it with my wife in the theater on the big screen, took a picture, uh-huh. and it lasted for like five days, and then it was gone. It was gone. <laughs> and they said, Yorma Tacone, who's the director, mm-hmm. he said, this is not a movie that's going to make money. I hope it does, but he said, 10 years from now, people will still be talking about McGruber. And he was right. It's well, yeah. He's not wrong, man. That yeah. movie still has one of the most memorable scenes where uh, McGruber is pleading with Ryan Philippe. <laughs> yeah. He, offered, like, he offers him... <laughs> <laughs> to get him to like, I will do it is hands down one of the funniest scenes. With all your power and, and fame now, why not? Why not Fletch? Why not introduce that movie to the? I don't own it. It's not mine. Who does? Universal, Let's go get I it. believe, has it right now. The last I'd heard was Universal was going to do it or had picked it up. 
for Jason Sudeikis. Yes, that's yeah, right. yeah. Okay. I haven't heard anything since. Then. If but you, you were, were attached, not attached, but there was rumors. A long about time years ago, ago I, was, yeah. I was attached with Jason I Lee. To you do were a Jason right? Lee version. Nobody Who would you use now? To. Who would I do now? Um, I mean, naturally, there, there's a, a temptation to say Ryan Reynolds, who ironically. That was another person mm-hmm. yeah, that we mm-hmm. wanted back in the day. But I think uh, Zach Braff now. was in there in the mix for a while too. I well, I'm here. I remember when we were working on Fletch at Miramax back in the day. Um, I I met with him, mm-hmm. Zach. I met with Jake Gyllenhaal. But wait, was that for that was for Green Hornet? There was a series of people, actors, who came over to my house, and I was a big barbecue guy in those right. days, so I'd make filet mignon for him and stuff. Topher Grace, he came over to talk mm. about Fletch. Um, How many fillets did you make? A couple. <laughs> a couple. It's funny to watch famous people eat meat, though. Yeah. It's one thing you never think about until you're watching, and you're like, look at Topher Grace eating that meat. Uh, he even morning. knows how to do that very, very convincingly. Well, you were, you were great today. I mean, this is hard to, I mean, obviously you're used Wasn't to great? performing yeah, in front of people, but we're all staring at you, and it's quiet. Yeah, I don't even notice it. Like, the one thing from, from even in wrestling, too, like, in 2008, when I came back to the WWE and started that suit and tie character, yeah. the Shawn Michaels, like I had gone to study acting for a couple of years before that. Not necessarily to be famous, but just to learn the concept and the art form of it. And I also did a lot of groundlings, which is all improv. And just the commitment to it and dropping into it, that's real actors speak. But when you drop into a character that you're playing, it doesn't matter who's around. You're just into it. And this is actually really easy because... I'm looking into the camera, so it really yeah. is just me. He's literally doing his filming his own scenes. Yeah, because yeah. I'm filming it as if I'm doing like a Facebook live. So he's or whatever not only we're the doing. performer in the scene, the on-camera performer. He is the camera operator, operator yeah. as well. So it's pretty much just a one man's show. Right. So it's actually it's true. And you've been abandoned out there. Generally speaking, when you're doing a scene, you're doing a scene with somebody yeah. else. So there's somebody there for you, and the crew's very close with cameras and stuff. There are human beings around. But in order to accomplish the shot and make it look like he's by himself in the middle of nowhere, street. He is off by himself away from everybody else. A man alone with a camera. By the way, nice to see your uh, metal guy in your 90s grunge clothing today. (laughs) It's more more rednecky than anything. You would know more about this than I would. I'm from Canada. I'm from the north. I don't know about rednecks. I'm from New York, pal. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Two guys quickly throwing off. I'm not from here. Neither am I. I'm from farther away than you. Great lives in this state. We're like, no, we're not from here. You went total New York. I'm from New York, man. Don't you think about it. And both of you chose to be here. Though. Yeah, ironically, yeah, yeah. he did it for tax reasons. <laughs> uh, Chris Jericho and Kevin Smith are on the set of this movie now. When when you do this, when will this come out? Like how long? We, I've been working on it now for a year. I've been working with the Ringling kids at Ringling College. Seventy percent of our crew is made up of the kids at Ringling College, which is really fun and stuff. Because it's nice to be around. I, I ain't taking anything away from pros and stuff. It's great to be around people that know what they're doing. But it's fantastic to be around people who want hungry to do it, mm-hmm. hungry for it. Like because there's passion there enthusiasm and stuff um we've been doing it for a year now this tonight and tomorrow night concludes the shoot so it's however long it takes for me to edit and then we start sending it out on the film festival circuit wow Jericho will be in and out of the WWE three times before we actually do this in theater. <laughs> and go overseas and, yeah, yeah. and rise to festivals there. That's right. It's New Japan. Listen, don't think I didn't watch it at 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm a Mark from back in the day. I know what's going on. What was that like? Now, what was it like to go 
from you know domestically where people yeah, are screaming yeah. to a country where you are in the minority, like you don't speak the language. If everyone in the audience turned on you, like the American embassy couldn't even pull you out. Well, they're so small, I would just pick them away like flies. <laughs> I've been to Japan like sixty times, so I know the, the the culture and I know how it is there. And it's becoming real big business now. Yeah. To where there's there's a big New Japan uh, uh, attack almost on the United States. So they're really making their mark on the states right now so it was a lot of fun a lot more freedom in new japan than wwe what about the cruise how's the cruise going cruise is going good man yeah almost sold out um, what does the cruise tell folks about the cruise? It's, yeah, Chris it. Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager, I see. It's a uh, rock and roll slash wrestling cruise with live matches on board. Comedians, uh, Ron Funches, uh, yeah. uh, Brad Williams, oh, William Practical Brad. Joker's going to be Funches there. Funches going to put Brad, Brad in the bag? Gonna, yeah, going to be there. Yeah, Brian's going to be there. Yeah, yeah. Fozzie, Corey Taylor, King, uh, Phil like Campbell, the Bastard Sons. Everyone wants to be an <laughs> MC. Everyone wants to be a showrunner. Everybody yeah. wants to come on board. It's like when you have a movie premiere. Hey, Kev, can I get a couple tickets to your movie? Or it's like, no, I was dude, like, in Spanish. I didn't want to go. <laughs> it's not for how, many, how many people, and is the boat all you guys? It's all us, yeah. So how many people total fit on the boat? Like well, it, it's, it could be as much as 2,500, and we're getting close to 2,000 now. That's crazy, man. So, so everyone yeah. on that boat is there for that experience. Basically, I just made it like anything that I thought was cool, I put it on board. Pot Live podcasts, uh, comedy, a, a wrestling tournament at sea, uh, rock and roll bands, you know, uh, everything that I could think Listen, of. You throw, normal guys. That idea. You throw somebody idea. overboard and you'll, you'll do cruises till kingdom come. Well, there's a wrestler who already uh, volunteered. I'll have a match and the, and the loser has to jump overboard and I'll win, but I'll still jump overboard anyways. And I was like, no, we can't do that. I don't need I don't need someone to die and be murdered on We're this cruise. We're going on our 12th cruise with listeners this year. After 12, we still take, we have uh, almost 700 listeners coming with us. It's I, I, after, amazing. After 8, I was like, oh, this is getting old now. Now we're on 12 and it keeps growing every we, year. We did after we played the Kiss Cruise, and I was like, this is the best thing ever. It's so much fun from a personal level, musician standpoint, convenience, and Kiss is almost at 10 as well, so that's my goal is to make it an annual thing. Good for you. So. Well, listen, happy uh, for your success as well. Go back to acting and uh, New Japan. You go back to yeah, acting. Don't tell me. Yeah. Yeah. It's very dismissive. You. Go, go back, go to, back to morning shows. Very dismissive. <laughs> right, and we'll see you in a couple weeks before the Fozzie show at the Orpheum. Yeah, man, I'll come on uh, and do some shtick with you guys. All right. You guys still got the studio over in Clearwater? Yeah, we still work there. Number one. We're not going anywhere. Very subtle. Drop that in real. I know you didn't ask about our position, but we are number one. The way you threw it out, you guys got a shack with an antenna still? That's cool. Whatever. Look, you're always welcome. I'll be down there. Exactly. Thank you. See you guys. I'll wear my evil Knievel costume. All right. We'll take a quick break. It's a Mike Calter show. The Mike Calter show. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. That's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.